Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Alex Hoban, winner of Series 1 of Channel 4's The Circle, and this is Part 11 of Dishonest Fun, the official Circle podcast. Each episode, a panel of celebrities, comedians and experts help me delve into the fascinating world of human behaviour on and offline. Consider this your spoiler warning. If you haven't seen all the latest episodes of Series 3 yet, then go and watch them on all four first before we give the game away. Today's topic is, drumroll, The Big Reveal. In the circle, players who are pretending to be other people have to reveal their true selves at some point. But how the other players react and how they themselves feel about it will depend on what they've been getting up to in the game. I should know, after successfully catfishing everyone in Series 1, the fallout when they found out who I really was, was, uh, let's say, quite dramatic. And for those who are playing themselves, what they reveal, when and who to, plays a crucial role in whether the other players like and trust them. With me today to explore the art of the reveal are drag queen Crystal, comedian Jen Ives, and our returning expert and celebsco dating guru, Paul Carrick Brunson. Welcome, guys. How are you doing today? Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was that was that. Look at that. Uh, we've got a few different accents. We've got Paul over in America. We've got our two London-based guys, uh, Crystal and Jen, as well. What's what, what's your um, Crystal? You're Canadian, right? Yeah, Canadian originally. So this is a fully intercontinental cast. I love it. We're global right now, guys. <laughs> the benefits of globalization <laughs> before you. Exactly. Um, so we kick things off every time in the same way. We have a little game whereby you guys give me a fact. I have to guess whether it's true, whether it's false, and use my skills from the circle a few years ago now, which I have found aren't really there anymore to determine <laughs> whether it's true or false. So, um, Jen, if we start with you, hit me with a fact. Sure. Okay, so a few years ago when I was working in Tesco's, um, a 70-year-old woman named Tina asked me to take her to the Sea Life Centre. And despite not knowing her, uh, I did that. And I took, <laughs> I took her for a whole, a whole day out. Um, and it was very weird and awkward. Okay, so my only question is, uh, what's T- what was Tina's favourite sea animal? 
I think she, I think if I remember, she didn't she didn't really have much of an interest in any of the animals. <laughs> the only thing I remember her having a, an interest in was the ice cream that I also bought her. <laughs> at the end of the <laughs> I love this. Um, well, I mean, Tina, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, why why would you take, ask Jen to take you to SeaWorld if you don't even enjoy the animals? This is she, my question. <laughs> it's just a day out as a nice thing to do, you know. I think I think it was more about. I don't know. Maybe it was more about me. There <laughs> you know. go. Okay, who knows? Um, I think that is. Uh, I'm going to go with true, Jen. Give me the result. Yeah, it's 100 percent true. It was yes! really weird. I, I, yeah. I remember watching her eat that ice cream, and, and it was all like falling down her. And I remember thinking, <laughs> I remember thinking, I've, I've overstepped some kind of boundary here. <laughs> I want to know Tina. I want to go to the pub with Tina. That's the kind of energy I'm going to approach my 2021 with. You'd have loved her. Like, honestly, like, this is the thing. She was such a lovely, eccentric, like, old lady. And uh, I couldn't really say no. (laughs) Partly because I made the mistake of giving her my phone number. So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, you gave her... Not only she's got your digits, have you ever heard from Tina again? No, I haven't. I changed my my number, she says. She goes to the Yeah, I goes I ghosted an old lady. Basically, you were being stalked by an octogenarian. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, Crystal, let's move on to you. Um, Sure. Give me me Okay, so, yeah, yeah. So as a drag queen, Alex, I have had the pleasure of performing in many glamorous locations, you know, big stages, creaky castles. But the best place that I have ever performed was a private show in one of the pods on the London Eye. Oh, well, that firstly, if this is true, that's incredible because I would love that. <laughs> Look at that, a private show. Okay, um, who was the get? Who were the guests? So it was a ticketed event, um, but they definitely didn't know what they were getting in for, and obviously we had to do a a full rotation in a very small pod with very bad music quality. I do you know what I believe this because I've been on there and the tinny music. It's like okay, you've built this multi-million pound structure. Could you not have got some fucking good speakers in it? But I'm going to say that's true, Crystal. It is 100% true. Yes! Um, definitely a career. I don't know if it's a highlight or a low light, but it was definitely a light in my <laughs> career. Um, I performed out of a Bluetooth speaker and naturally um, I had to do Defying Gravity, didn't I? Okay. Okay, nice. Nice. Were, were, you, the, were you the witch? Naturally. Okay, I thought so. I thought so. got to be there. Um, okay, Paul. Uh, lastly, let's let's finish with you. Oh man, Alex, this is wild because the last episode I did with you, you got them all wrong. <laughs> and now, and now look at you. All right, so I am one of the presenters for the upcoming Married at First Sight UK, uh, and in the US, we've started experimenting on Married at First Sight with polyamorous relationships. Right, being married to more than just one person. So in the UK. We're going to experiment with that same thing. Oh, so do you know what? I've just finished the Australian one. I've got to say, first off, what a show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate yeah. drama, but I couldn't stop watching that show. And like, I, to the point where I've, I felt like physically sick when they had to meet each other or they had to like come out and say they were <laughs> cheating or whatever. I was like, oh. Um, yeah, man, it's addictive. But I think that... In the UK, polyamorous relationships aren't that prevalent. So I think it'd be really interesting to explore that. And I think that'd be a good move production-wise. So I'm going to say true. You are absolutely incorrect. No 
<laughs> I got you. I got you, Alex. I got you. Not only did you get me, you also made me like really nervous that I was going to offend someone by saying that as well. <laughs> I'm deeply know, offended, actually. Sorry, Crystal. <laughs> ah, that was amazing. Okay, so I had two truths. Jen's, Jen's was true. Crystal's was true. Paul caught me with a false uh, when I said true. And that is the game done. So let's kick off with a general question to you guys. Uh, do you feel that you portray your true selves online? No, not really. A little bit. I think because of the pandemic, like I do mm. a lot more. I think because that's like my only way to express myself. So I've become a little bit more um, sincere over over the past year. But I used to be very just like, this is a character. This is like an idea of me, you know. Yeah. I'm ho- more horrible online than I am in real life sort of thing. Oh. As a comedian, that's an interesting thing too is that a lot of people meet comedians they go oh why aren't you as funny as you are online do you find that as well jen no (laughs) i'm always funny (laughs) damn it (laughs) no no it's just yeah i guess so it's just kind of like there's kind of this weird thing that i have like for example when i'm on twitter i just Mm. can't really tweet in my own voice like there's this other voice that comes through that's kind of a little bit more antagonistic and it's just a little bit more of a bitch really okay Um, well, I like to think that it's not really me. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just a part of me. Okay. Crystal, I've seen you slaying on your Instagram in your various amazing <laughs> looks. Give me the like, yeah. I, I presume that you don't portray yourself? Yeah, team? I mean, 100% natural. <laughs> I just wake up like that every day. And, you know, um, basically, any drag queen wouldn't be working without the wonders of Facetune and Instagram filters. So there's nothing true about my social media presence and to be honest, the longer it goes on, the more ridiculous and far-fetched it becomes. It's like I'll be standing in my room in a very small corner with a very clever backdrop and some lighting and just creating an entire fantasy world that's actually, if you saw the real the real me, it wouldn't be so pretty. <laughs> that's interesting. Have you found that lockdown, this is a, a, a really off-piste question, but lockdown has allowed you to have more time to work on your looks and, and like your content? Yeah, definitely. It's actually been the surprising benefit um just having time to like focus on the micro level of drag like the makeup and getting a really good photo um but god i miss the stage <laughs> get me get me back in front of people give me the attention yeah. get me in a seat to watch as well jeez <laughs> yeah um paul uh, a question for you is this a common thing to see both our guests sang including me have have mentioned that perhaps we don't portray our true selves online Yeah, absolutely. And social media makes it easier than ever to do this. The other part about social media that I think is really interesting here is that a lot of us make money through that, Mm. right? Through money, through influencer work. And when people hire you for influencer work, they don't want all of you. They want one sliver of you. And so what we often do is we find that sliver and then we play that up and everything else we downplay. That's interesting. I think that's very true as well. Um, in the famous words of Brittany, you want a piece of it? <laughs> <laughs> Crystal is good. Crystal is good. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Um, yeah. Jen, as a stand-up comedian, yeah. do you feel that keeping a part of you sort of behind closed doors helps you with the confidence on stage? No, I think that like like when I'm on stage, I'm like more of myself. Like I, 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 I'm a lot more honest on stage than I would be online. There's something about being in front of actual people and most of them, like you don't actually know. Mm. So I feel a lot more free to just like 
say what I'm whatever I'm thinking, even if that's stuff that might potentially offend friends and family and stuff like that. Like I've I've certainly said things that I wouldn't say in an online setting where it's permanent forever, you know, because in the room it's just like it's gone. Hopefully after that after that evening. That's true because then I guess it can't be just shared for eternity online for everyone to see. Unless someone films it or something, <laughs> I'm screwed. But yeah, like, yeah, like I love, I love being like honest on stage. Honest, saw... you know, to, to a point. Crystal, as an openly gay man and a drag queen, what was your coming out experience like? I had the old school coming out experience, which was pre-social media, just, you know, telling friends and family. And it, that was all super fine. It, like my family were super supportive and it was a pretty good process. Um, I had to kind of do a second coming out later in life as as a drag queen just because social media was a thing then and had all my friends and family on social media obviously and they were just noticing more and more wigs in my photos and wondering kind of what was going on and there were definitely family members that weren't sure you know was this maybe the start of a transition for me or was I posting things for like sexual gratification there's like still a lot of people that don't understand necessarily the difference between trans identities and doing drag and uh, cross-dressing and all there's you know there's a whole spectrum of things and they're very different so that was more just like telling my auntie in rural Canada that like I'm wearing thigh-high red boots because they make me feel great Mm. not because um I don't like women so so from from that I kind of gather that you would say that social media has changed sort of the coming out experience yeah I I think it would be really scary now to come out because everything you put on social media feels like a pronouncement. It's like everything is a PR statement. So it can be hard to like take things back. You know, you say I'm this on social media and people might think that's you like that forever. Mm-hmm. And people should be free to kind of explore and change their mind. Mm-hmm. No, but, but you know, what's a great commonality there between what Jen and Crystal said is that, you know, Jen was like, hey, when I'm in the room, I feel safer than if I were on online, right? And Crystal, you know, you're saying, hey, this is a big pronouncement. The issue is that is so there's so much fear. You know, all of our almost all of our decisions in life are fear-based, unfortunately, right? They're fear-based. But when you can get, step outside of that, that's really when you liberate yourself. So to go back to Crystal's point, Crystal, you were like, hey, when I fully accepted it myself, I was able to do all these other things, right? That's the reason why self-acceptance is the first step to living an authentic mm. life. And Jen, sort of putting the ball into your court um, in terms of your experience as well, as a trans woman, what was your coming out experience like? Yeah, mine well, it was like 10 years ago. I consider mine as like an old fashioned coming out mm. as well. You know, I did it in person. I sat down. Uh, it was all very like <laughs> emotional. Like, guess what, dad? It was that kind of thing, you know. But um, the, the online space was there and I did, in a sense, have to come out online as well. The only problem is with my Facebook and all that stuff that I had back then, I had sort of built up a reputation on there as being like intentionally being really stupid, like mm. for comedy, like just mm. everything I did was like a joke on online. So when I did eventually have to like come out and tell people how, like what I was doing, loads of people just didn't believe me. It was like Jeez. a cried wolf situation. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, it was frustrating because people were like, are you having a breakdown? Is this a character that you're doing? I was like, no, like this is like getting rid of the character mm, now. Yeah, I was the know? character before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I do think though that like nowadays, a lot of young people, it seems that they kind of play with their identity online before committing to coming out or or they come out in a way online so they can almost start living 
it and make it real for themselves before they commit to it in real life. It's like, seems to be an important part of the process now. Definitely. And there's way more acceptance online yeah. now as well. So you can, fi- you can kind of find a community potentially online before you can find that in real yeah. life. So huge benefit to that potentially. Essentially, that's what a lot of people attempt to do on the circle. So I guess the, the mindset behind when I went on the circle and playing a woman was that I saw a trend in social media that, that my my girlfriend's social media was far more engaged than mine and she was far more popular than me. So why wouldn't in a popularity competition, I pretend to be her? You see different people and different things pretending to be older than they are, younger than they are, straight, gay, whatever. They they really utilise Circle as a platform to play with their identities. Yeah. You know, the guy who's like pretending to be his nan, Scott, right? Yeah. I thought it was really interesting how like he was living in this role for sort of so long. When he came out of it, he still had like massive like nan energy. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. he still felt like a nan. And like to me, like <laughs> even though that I'm looking at him and he's got like facial hair, well, some nans do have facial hair, but that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> even though, even though that he's like, you know, he looks different from a nan. Yeah. Um, I still feel that he's a nan. Do you know what I mean? Because that's kind of like what he's put out there. hundred percent. You really embrace the character. You start yeah. thinking, who was I before? What you, what you both just walked through is that's socialization. It's like, what we do is we, you know, I've, uh, my youngest is, uh, he's seven years old, right? So what he's doing is he's out in the world and he's looking for what positive reinforcement does he get on certain things and where he gets the positive, where he perceives it to be positive, right? He does more of mm. that where he perceives to be not positive, negative, he does less of that. Mm-hmm. And the and the and this is the reason why parenting is so important is because we have to be able to create safe environments for our kids so that they can experiment in everything that they are. I was just nodding along to everything all of you were saying because <laughs> I re- I relate so hard to that as a someone who has a drag character who when I started doing drag was very kind of separate to me. Um, Crystal was like this thing that I could explore parts of myself, be the confident person, be the outgoing person, be the loud, be the funny person, be the slutty person, whatever. And as like drag became more and more of a thing, it was like I was living a double life because like, how do you, how do you go between the two? And you've got people calling you Crystal when you're not in drag and like, you know, all of that stuff. And so eventually I've just kind of made my peace and found this kind of happy medium between both personas at all Mm -hmm. times. And I can just easily dip in and out because they were all me all along if Mm. you will and I think that's kind of what we saw with maybe with Scott and Dot you know he wasn't really being Dot he was just being himself but like an extra camp sweet version of himself and basically this show is just drag it's just fully drag (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's interesting what you say though the sense of relief and i'm sure you must have felt it when you when you just embraced both and you're just like okay i don't care anymore i'm just gonna be me it's the relief that you get on the show as well when you meet people and you're like okay i don't have to pretend anymore this is me it's such it's such a good feeling and i can't imagine what it's like on your scales like i like it as almost like a coming out simulator for like straight people do you know what i mean it's like yeah. they go they, <laughs> they go in there and then they they're lying about who they are and they have to like you know come out and it, Jen, the straights have co-opted queer culture again again i know i know but i'm okay <laughs> with it cuz it's channel 4 it's okay <laughs> 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, right, guys. In this clip, there's been a shock blocking of the much-beloved 85-year-old nan, Dot. Played by her grandson, Scott. (laughs) Bit of a tongue twister. On leaving, he has to decide which player he's going to visit. So this clip here is him trying to figure out who to go and see. Oh, no. Yes, it's been one hell of a run, but the final curtain is about to fall on Scott's performance as Nana Dot. And who will he treat to a very special one-to-one performance? I could go and meet Andy, just to sort of like say hello and, you know, be interested to see his reaction. Manrique, I think it's going to be genuine shock and be like, you bastard. I'll be terrified meeting Saeed. Out of everyone, he's the, he's the person that intrigues me the most about if he, if he is genuine. Um, just because he's such a character. And Felix, for me, he's the guy that, you know, I really trust and I think he's an absolute legend you know it'd be nice to sort of to say hello (laughs) here's Nana (laughs) so clearly he's running through in his head who who he's going to see what kind of people they're going to be and what their reactions are going to be to him revealing his true self do you think that anyone's going to be annoyed when he comes out I would definitely would have had anxiety in Scott's place where you know especially going to who he thinks is a straight man and revealing that this lovely old lady, the person thinks they've been talking to isn't real. Like that feels like dangerous territory as someone who's like walked down the street in drag at night. Like that feels scary to me. Um, so I just don't think I would have been able to do it. Nah, I'm, I'm with you, Chris. It's, it's one of those where it's like, you know, I, you know, I think this is where it goes to, to like your personality types. You know, I think there's some people who are comfortable in living in a facade and living in a completely, you know, made up world and being able to represent that. But there's some people who are just like straight truth tellers who just are just too authentic down to their core to be able to operate. That thank way. you, Paul. Thank you. Yes, I am. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate you acknowledging me. Exactly. The folks out here like Jen, you know what I mean? <laughs> Couldn't do that. It's impossible. Amazing. Um, I, so... 
basically, I had a similar experience where I had to go and meet all the contestants. And I can tell you now, there's there's a, a bit of a game going on in your head where you're like, these people could also be fake or these people could be real. So you have to try and walk that fine line between going in there all cocky, like you guys could have been fake as well, but also they could all be real and you could be like getting their wrath essentially mm. um so scott makes his decision or, or dorothy makes her decision and they go to meet army lad felix also known as natalia um so we're going to have a listen here to see how that goes down no shut up no felix <laughs> shut up you are fucking beautiful. Oh, babe. It's Nana Dot, babe. Oh, I've supported you to the end. I've honestly. supported you, babe. Oh, oh, my oh my God, you're absolutely oh, thank you. stunning. Is, is Felix your boyfriend? No, so I'm in the army and I'm just pretending to be an army dude. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Sit. I can't Oh my it. God. So who's Nana Dot? She's my Nana. She's actually your Nana? She's my Nan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah what's, what's your, your name? name? I'm... <laughs> What, what, what Natalia. is Natalia? Natalia. Yeah. Scott. Scott. Aww. Scott and Dot. So basically, yeah. My it's my nan. Okay. She's eighty-five. Everything's true. Oh, I loved her. Everything is real. The but notes I had. Oh no, me too. Like books and books of like stuff on the wall. That faultless question was like, who fucking asked that? <laughs> I was like, you're trying to catch me out. Oh, so good. I love that. It's incredible. It's the catfishes colliding in front of our eyes there but the the overall sentiment is really positive and it's quite there's no animosity there because they're both catfishes do you think if they went to meet any of the others there would be a slightly different reaction in 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 the last in the last uh, two examples though even though it's a catfish scenario it was rooted in truth both stories were rooted in truth that's what made it okay that's what made it acceptable right is that they rooted in truth now if you were to ask jen who's a straight truth teller maybe that still doesn't sit right but in that example, it worked because it was rooted in truth. And it's often as well that people who are claiming this really true and um, authentic persona in the circle, you, as an audience member, you can see them portraying different people to different members of the circle anyway. Mm. So it's almost like, wake up, this is a big game yeah. and you're playing it. And that's going to like give them away eventually. Who's the yeah. real catfish? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Have you guys ever met anyone in real life that you've been shocked and you're like, hang on a minute, you're far different to what you portray online? Um, that is called gay dating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I've had the exact opposite happen. This is a really embarrassing story, but I was on a date once and I went to the loo and the guy texted me by mistake and said, I don't think he's as cute as his photos. <gasps> How did the rest of that date yeah. go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell us more about this. We, we finished our pints in relative silence and then um, I left. There's not really any coming back from that, is there? No. It no. depends. It depends what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was really hot, so I probably still would have, to be honest. Um, awesome, guys. So we're so close to the final now. I want the final verdicts. Who who do we want to win? I'm going I'm going Felix because of that. I really liked that meeting. What about you, Crystal? I think I would echo that just because I love the way she's approached it and I love that she's kept kept some heart and she's like kind of flipped the script and she's taking on masculinity in her own way. I think it's fab to watch. I think I will go with Manrique just because I do get the impression that um Felix does care about them and I think if it does end up breaking Manrika's heart 
then um, at least she won. So that's nice, isn't it? That is true. That is true. Guys, that's all we've got time for. So that leaves me to thank my amazing guests, Jen, Crystal and Paul. Thank you so much for being on Dishonest Fun, the official Circle podcast. It's been lovely talking to you. Thanks for having me. You made it. Cheers, guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today on Dishonest Fun, the official Circle podcast. To keep updated with us as new episodes drop, make sure you click follow on the podcast. And let us know if you're enjoying it by leaving us a review. It really helps other people find us. Of course, the rest of The Circle is going out on Channel 4 all this week. And the next time I see you, it'll be the last episode of Dishonest Fun. And we'll be meeting the winner of Series 3 of The Circle. And I cannot wait for that. Thank you, guys, and see you soon. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.